For listening to You Can Read the Bible, today is day 121. We're reading 2 Samuel chapter 8. Your hosts today are Dave Moore and Matt Carter. This is the Daily Reader for day 121, 2 Samuel chapter 8. So much has happened recently that bears significance for David, for Israel, and for the rest of the Old Testament. That is a good day to catch our breath. We first met David as the youngest son of a shepherding family in Judah. He was a fierce and skilled soldier, first in his father's service and later in King Saul's. His battlefield prowess drew the admiration of the people and respect of foreign rulers. Not only was the Spirit of the Lord upon him, but David seemed aware of this in a way that Gideon, Jephthah, Samson, and Saul did not. In chapter 7 of 2 Samuel, David's relationship with the Lord reaches a zenith. The Lord makes three promises. First, he promises that he will make for David a great name, like the name of the great ones on earth. Only Abraham has been given such a pledge before. Second, the Lord assures Israel that he will appoint a place for his people Israel and will plant them, giving them rest from their enemies. This promise of security and permanence had been made to the wilderness generation, but never has a convergence of leadership resolve, and political opportunity brought it this close to fulfillment. These two blessings intersect when the Lord makes his third and final promise to David. When your days are fulfilled and you lie down with your fathers, I will raise up your offspring after you, who shall come from your body, and I will establish his kingdom. He shall build a house for my name, and I will establish the throne of his kingdom forever. The Lord has no interest in David mimicking the kings of other nations and building a capital temple to his favorite God. Rather, the Lord will build David a house, a more permanent house than can be built with cedar. The Lord will be to him a father, and he shall be my son. More importantly, my steadfast love will not depart from him as I took it from Saul. Let those words sink in. A house, throne, kingdom, forever. Israel's security and David's name would now be forever linked. So the events you'll read today of David's continued conquests might seem a foregone conclusion. Edom, Syria, and even the mighty Philistines are subdued. Garrisons are established in Edom. Esau is now under Jacob's feet bringing previously unknown peace and prosperity to Israel. Most importantly, by administering justice and equity to all his people, David is fulfilling the centuries-old hope that Israel should have a king who may learn to fear the Lord his God by keeping all the words of this law and these statutes and doing them that his heart may not be lifted up above his brothers and that he may not turn aside from the commandment either to the right hand or to the left, so that he may continue long in his kingdom, he and his children in Israel. Our verse for this week is John 14:6. Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Second Samuel chapter 8. Now let's read it. Chapter 8. After this, David defeated the Philistines and subdued them, and David took Metheg Amah out of the hand of the Philistines. And he defeated Moab, and he measured them with a line, making them lie down on the ground. 
Two lines he measured to be put to death, and one full line to be spared. And the Moabites became servants to David and brought tribute. David also defeated Hadadezer, the son of Rehob, king of Zobah, as he went to restore his power at the river Euphrates. David took from him 1,700 horsemen and 20,000 foot soldiers. And David hamstrung all the chariot horses, but left enough for 100 chariots. And when the Syrians of Damascus came to help Hadadezer, king of Zobah, David struck down 22,000 men of the Syrians. Then David put garrisons in Aram of Damascus, and the Syrians became servants to David and brought tribute. And the Lord gave victory to David wherever he went. And David took the shields of gold that were carried by the servants of Hadadazer and brought them to Jerusalem. And from Betah and from Barothai, cities of Hadadazer, King David took very much bronze. When Toi, king of Hamath, heard that David had defeated the whole army of Hadadazer, Toi sent his son Joram to King David to ask about his health, and to bless him because he had fought against Hadadazer and defeated him, for Hadadazer had often been at war with Toi. And Joram brought with him articles of silver, of gold, and of bronze. There also King David dedicated to the Lord, together with the silver and gold that he dedicated from all the nations he subdued, from Edom, Moab, the Ammonites, the Philistines, Amalek, and from the spoil of Hadadazer, the son of Rehob, king of Jobah. And David made a name for himself when he returned from striking down 18,000 Edomites in the Valley of Salt. Then he put garrisons in Edom. Throughout all Edom he put garrisons, and all the Edomites became David's servants. And the Lord gave David victory wherever he went. So David reigned over all Israel, and David administered justice and equity to all his people. Joab, the son of Zariah, was over the army, and Jehoshaphat, the son of Ahlud, was recorder. And Zadok, the son of Ahitub, and Ahimelech, the son of Abiathar, were priests. And Sariah was secretary, and Benaniah, the son of Jehoiada, was over the Cherethites and the Pelethites, and David's sons were priests. Thank you for listening to You Can Read the Bible.